How's it going? My name is Sean, and this is a Sean Does Stuff podcast. Today, I have uh, Peacock's Productions, also known as Preston Cox. What it do? And uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Jaden Edison. <laughs> What's going on? How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going pretty great. That's good. Uh, good, good. Woke up this morning, uh, did stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's important for this podcast. Yeah, y'all got to do stuff, right? To have something to talk about. Movement is life. Right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so lately, there's a. Have you heard like Netflix? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's been around for a while. It's pretty. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd say so. They kind of destroyed block Blockbuster. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, I think they gave like. Uh, if I'm right, Blockbuster was like. Or I mean, they offered to buy Blockbuster. I mean, I mean, Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Offered I mean, to I buy mean, them. I mean, the opposite. Uh, Blockbuster offered to buy Netflix, right? For like two million, and they were like, "Nah, I'm good." And, and then, was it the other way around? I, I think don't know. it was Netflix trying. I think Netflix tried to acquire Blockbuster. Mm, Blockbuster didn't want to do it, and now uh-huh. you look at them now because I think that's the irony in, of it all is yeah. that yeah. Blockbuster, they could have been, you know, they could have been alive, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah. Um. So kind of like talking about Netflix, uh, there's a new program called Disney Plus. I know, Jaden, you watched like the Proud Family and Theater. Yes, indeed. I'm having a great time with Disney Plus right now. $7 for me to watch all the stuff that I grew up with, Hmm. all the stuff that I love, like Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, all that stuff. They got a lot of good, a few good uh, original shows out right now. So I'm having a really good time with Disney Plus right now. Mm -hmm. Having a ball. That's mm. right. It's, they've they've got everything. It they shows that it shows that Disney is a monopoly. Oh, they're an empire. There's not even <laughs> no no one even close uh, to second place. Like they are Thanos. They're they're rolling. I mean, you talk about the influence they have on Hollywood. One, they own all. They own the the premier sports content in ESPN. They own Hulu, yeah. which is one of the biggest streaming platforms. They own the majority stake in Hulu. They right. own. National Geographic. Yeah. They own the Marvel. Marvel. They own Star literally Wars. everything. Pixar. Everything. Our favorite childhood classics. Yeah. <laughs> Home Alone 1, 2, 3. Oh, they own it all. They own your childhood. They do. They do. Nickelodeon is just like a friend, but they own your they're your mother and father. Yeah. But you see there's a play on like Netflix. They just acquired they do did a deal with Nickelodeon to where now they're mm-hmm. going to start having uh, content from Nickelodeon and I also believe original content for Netflix, so it's going. They're trying to spice good. it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to choose a side. Oh yeah, Netflix was like, ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yeah. gotta win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna. Be, it's real interesting. The stream. It's a streaming war right now. But uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I am liking Disney Plus right now. Right. I'm having a great time with it. I bet you Netflix picks up Star Trek as well. Oh yeah, gonna, I, I can see it happening. It's Star a Trek. red versus blue yeah. classic. I can see it happening for sure. Yeah. Um. It, it, it's it's a war, but the thing is. Is that Netflix does have a lot of good original content that's going to keep us coming back. True. You know, you got Stranger Things. True. Uh, you have a lot of great documentaries they do. Um, they have a deal with some of the best producers at ABC and Shonda Rhimes and Shonda uh, Rhimes, and yeah. the creator of Blackish and all those mm-hmm. all those guys over there. So uh, it's going to be real interesting. So I'm gonna keep right. I'm gonna be subscribed to both, but hey, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, in the streaming wars. Yeah. We will find out what wins. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so at Disney Plus, they recently. Um, I'm not sure if it was on Twitter, but they talked about racial undertones. So if you look at some of the older movies like Dumbo mm-hmm. and uh, 
what's it called? Uh, Peter Pan. Right. They're kind of bringing up like a small disclosure. What do y'all think about that? It's, it's like this might like not the same as it is now. Yeah. I mean, those movies were made back in the day. Yeah. And so, yes, it's like bones in the closet, skeletons in the closet. Yeah, skeletons, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. So it's like it's people are going to have to deal with what we are dealing with in the now and look back through the lens of yesterday. So, I mean, if you like the movies, you like the movies. If you're like, that's a problem. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean. Yeah, I think in like Peter Pan, they depict like Native Americans. Yeah. And also, um, I'm not sure about Dumbo. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. I mean, yeah. Disney is a racist brand. <laughs> but we won't get it. I mean, I mean, Walt Disney was not a fan of a, a certain type of people. So it's kind of funny. Right. So it's like, I mean, brands can change. People can change. And so. Yeah, it's constantly evolving. Right. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, my, honestly, my great-great-grandfather on my mom's side, they lived right next to Walt Disney's mom. Wow. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure. He might be kind of like Han Solo in Kryptonite, or he might be somewhere frozen. He gone. He gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my family also knew LBJ, and when I think of LBJ, I'm like, did it have to be that president? But I also go to Texas State, so you're kind of forced to love. You have to. Yeah. You, they don't. You're not a Bobcat, I guess. Nowadays, if you don't. Once you graduate, you can yeah. change. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. Eat them up, eat them up, go cats go. Yeah. I mean, he did have a good taste for Mansky rolls at Gills. Oh. I mean, <laughs> so. Dude, yes. <laughs> I I'm I'm with him on that. Yeah. And there was also a disclaimer, so I looked it up, too, to confirm the Netflix and Blockbuster thing. So mm-hmm. what happened was mm-hmm. that the Netflix CEO wanted the Blockbuster CEO to purchase Netflix for $50 million. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster CEO yeah. turned it down, so then Netflix just goes on. And then now Blockbuster's in the pits. So it's Yeah, like I think there's one store left. Yeah. yeah. They have, like, a Twitter account. It's probably in Where the they make, like, jokes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that, that, that's, that's real interesting, though, you know. Yeah. Fumble the bag. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Don't be arrogant. Yeah. Uh, there's also a thing called like Redbox. I know they're like a blockbuster box. Yeah, they weren't very popular. Redbox had this little era era where you would go to the Walmart. They still have them around. You can go to like nice. Walmart or That's somewhere. Still thing. They have them yeah. outside, but I'm not sure how many people are picking those up though. Getting I still do because you can go really. Yeah, because I feel like you, a lot of those films you probably find on Netflix or right. all the stuff available online on the internet, World Wide Web. You can find anything now. So it's true. Yeah. It's just those random ones. I yeah. mean, I just pick it up because we yeah. like. We it's like pretty cheap too, like yeah. a couple of dollars. You know. And then they usually send you promos. So it's like seventy-five cents a night. Oh, really? You're like, oh. Yeah. And you, there used to be a time too where Netflix used to. Well, they still do it for in certain areas, I guess. Or, but they used to mail the movies, and then you just send something back, and they send something random or whatever right. it is. Like it was pretty a pretty cool system. That's kind of how Netflix started. I remember. And then. When that streaming service dropped, it changed the game forever. Mm-hmm. It changed it now. For sure. Now people cutting cords, and yeah. people got Hulu Live TV and YouTube TV, and they're getting rid of Direct TV. Like, it's right. a whole bunch of cool stuff that's going on right now. Yeah, I love the Hulu commercials with Baker Mayfield. and Yeah, I, I think Baker needs to play a little bit better to start doing commercials. Because <laughs> I, I feel like if you're not yeah. good on the football field, you should not be on TV as much as he is. So I need to see a little bit better play on the field from Baker Mayfield. That's a random 
point right there. He but, won uh, last yeah. night. He won last night, but against the Steelers, I need to see it consistently because Baker Mayfield, his his TD to interception ratio is eleven to twelve right now. Eleven so twelve. Once he gets back to like that five hundred mark, even maybe next week, or unless right. he goes off and throw three or four picks, right. then maybe I'll I'll start giving him some slack. But I mean, he is a gunslinger. He's yeah. Brett Favre. Archetype. See the thing about Baker is that you want to be able to empathize with him, but the fact that he's just so like the way he is towards people, though, from the vibes I get, in my opinion, he's just like I don't know. He might be a little full of himself, so it's like mm, I don't know. Yeah. I, and I'm all for guys like Richard Sherman and all those dudes, but I think Baker hasn't proven anything right. in the league to be the way he is yet. I mean, he had a great college run, but right. it's the pros now, and it doesn't but matter I, anymore. But it's his, it's his characteristic because he's a walk on uh-huh. from Tech. And transferred. He went to Tech to OU, right? OU. This is the thing, though. Yeah. Like, how many other walk on? Like, people walk on all the time. Like, walk- Baker acts like that's. Well, yeah, but walk on to Heisman. How many times does that happen? I mean, you you say that, but then you can go. You can even go further than that. You, somebody who walked on, but then ends up and goes on to win the Super Bowl, which is way more important than the Heisman. NFL MVP. You have stories like that all over the place. True. You know, I'm a Bears fan. You got Tariq Cohen, uh, who went to uh, North Carolina A and T uh, HBCU. Goes to the yeah. NFL now. He's an All Pro returner. Made the Pro Bowl last year on a twelve and four playoff team. So his stories all over the place. You That's got, true. You got stories and, and like humble. Yeah, exactly. You got stories like uh, uh, all over the place. You know, uh, somebody like a like a you know Ryan Shazier. Obviously, his story's right. yet to be seen. But you go to like that a cornerback. And no, he's not. He was a linebacker, linebacker but linebacker. He, he got into a he's a serious injury, and then you see him walking again. Like right. it, there's right. stories around all, all over right. the place, especially in the NFL where a lot of people came from nothing and then turned out to be millionaires. So I just think Baker just needs <laughs> to turn it down a little bit. You know, just, yeah. just let, let the play talk first, yeah. and then you know he needs when, to be like Lamar. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's a humble guy. You know, yeah. he, he goes, he he does his deal on the field. Everybody right. says he can't yeah. throw. Exactly, he's don't got haters. It, right, don't let it get to him though. Right, he's been for like seven hundred yards and passed for like two thousand. Right, like right. the last nine games. Right, right. But it's like it's like that comparison of like he's he's got the haters like Baker. Yeah, but he puts his. It's the way you deal with it. It's he, all how you yeah. respond. Like he, Baker will let somebody get under his skin. Lamar yeah. Jackson, he's heard he can't throw since he got drafted. They were talking about him being a receiver. Yeah, and then he yeah. goes out and just does his deal. That's, right. what, that's what it's all about. Because right. you can talk all you want, but when it's time for yeah. action, who's going to show up? And uh, <laughs> you leading the league in turnovers action right now. Action Jackson. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there are bigger problems in Cleveland yeah. than Baker Mayfield. Oh, for sure. With the, but that's a whole different topic than probably what we're going to get into. But I don't know. I don't know how we got no, into that okay. rabbit hole, but. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so Baker Mayfield, I, I think that's kind of weird to me. They have like a super talented team. They have a uh, Jarvis Landry, right? Yeah, I got him on my fantasy team. Did it good and for me last night in the flex. <laughs> yeah, and they have like Odo Beckham Jr. But they are four and six. Yeah, yeah, I mean the big problem with the Browns right now is one you talk about uh, the, the the they're not being coached very well on, yeah. on the play calling side of things with Freddie Kitchens. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about their offensive line that's been horrendous. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you talk about you go on the defensive side of the ball and you have guys like uh, like Miles Garrett who's a star, but now he's out for the rest of the season indefinitely. Yeah. And those are all things that play into you know, a culture thing yeah. when it comes to coaching. It comes to now he just put his team at risk now. the be- Arguably the best player on the defense is out for the rest of the season. Right. You're gonna, that, that loss is going to be felt right. in the next game. Right. So, He's out yeah. for the postseason too. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, that's yeah. tough, you know, to put yourself. But it all goes back to coaching. It all starts with the head coach. And, you know, what are the values you're bringing into the locker room? What are you preaching? You know, all those type things uh, that, you know, that play into that. I, I guarantee you somebody on a Bill Belichick coach team is not swinging their helmet at anybody. Nope. Guarantee it. Nope. 
So right. Um, I think what Cleveland needs right now is some Jaden Edison. Yeah, nah, I, I couldn't uh, even revive that dumpster fire out there. I'm good. I'm a Bears fan, so we got our own problem <laughs> right now. So, I'm, but yeah. the good thing about the Bears is that we have a great culture established to where right. when you go through the ups and downs, you got guys who are high character people who don't really, you know, let it, you know, kind of fold. So we got a big game this this upcoming Sunday against the Rams. So I'm looking forward to that. You'll beat them. I hope so. You know, with the Bears, you never know. <laughs> it, being a Bears fan has been rough. It's been rough, mm, so you same. never know. Yeah, I'm a Lions fan. And I oh, we just beat y'all last week, yeah. Yeah. It, what was it, like 21 to 14? I don't remember the final score. I really don't. It was No, it was 20 to 13, I think. 20 to 13. Yeah. Uh, our back, we had a back that quarterback in. Yeah. So, you know, it started going downhill. Yeah. But Chicago has really good uh, – do they still have a good defense? We have a good defense, yeah. but a lot of it is, you know, it gets uh, overshadowed when you're on the field for so long. Like I heard uh, mm-hmm. I heard an analyst say it the other day, I can't remember who, but, you know, once a great defense is on the field long enough, you start to see the holes in the defense. And that's kind of the situation yeah. we're in when the offense goes three and out, three and out, three and out, mm-hmm. the defense comes back on, then they always feel like they have to make a big play every right, time. So right. you get into that, you go down that rabbit hole. But at the same time, uh, last week, I got to give credit where it's due. Uh, Mitch Trubisky kind of stepped in, and he played a little bit better, not where he needs to be. The offense wasn't where it needed to be, but it was a step in the right direction. And you saw when they started scoring, the defense, they, their level of play stepped up a little bit as well. Chicago Bears are 5-5, uh, five and five, right? 4-5. Four and, five. Four so and five. We, This is a must-win for us this weekend to kind of get back on that even playing field and take be 1-0 and every week. That's, that's what Matt Nagy, Coach Nagy, has been preaching. So. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That's how you get it there. Yeah. I just try to empathize, like how would I when I play football in high school, like when you go through the the rough patches, and we had a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Is that that one and no every week mentality? It, yeah. it helps you just take it game by game. Because you think about big picture, you already be lost, right? Because right. right now you're looking outside, looking in. It's like okay, we're four and five, and we got Kansas City coming up. We got the Rams. We have tough divisional games against Green Bay, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. We'll see Detroit again in a couple weeks. So yeah. it's like, Ooh, yeah. So you know, uh, you gotta gotta take it at once a week. So. All right. Uh, do you think uh, Baker Mayfield will be on Disney Plus soon? I hope not. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe if he, you know, I don't know. We'll see. He's in Cleveland, so is he? Di- you know, because Disney has like a certain persona that they like for their people. Like everybody's like Disney, like branded. The people they have on right. there. Baker Mayfield yeah. is not so Disney. He's more so like, you know, a uh, Nick, uh, Nick at night, Nick at night, Adult yeah. Swim type type yeah. guy for sure. I just mentioned right. him using like a mic. You know who's calling yeah. out Disney, <laughs> right? You know who's a better baker? Who? Uh, Gardner Manshew. That guy is something. He, <laughs> see, he, he, he's 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 fun. You know that guy with the the Minshew mania and all yeah. that. And but then he goes out and he plays terrible. And then now he's I don't even think he's starting anymore. Right. So. Well, he was a replacement, right? Yeah. But he he had a good little run. I picked him up on fantasy, mm. and then as soon as I picked him up, he wanted to start playing bad. So yeah. That's tough. Do you think he's like a young Fitzmagic? Yeah. That's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I uh, guess, I mean, Fitzpatrick, everybody has their, you know, their highs and lows, but Fitzpatrick had a nice little run last year, so I don't know if that's comparable, because Fitzpatrick was coming in with, with gold chains on, and like, he was feeling himself for a little while. He's been yeah. in the league for a while, too, so. Yeah. He went came out of Harvard. Been about like every six team. Pick. Yeah. Every team that Fitzpatrick is on, he has that stretch of good games, yeah. and he goes back to being Fitzpatrick. He'll, he'll, he'll even out. Yeah. Real for quick. Sure, for sure. But the games that he d- that he does give you that are great, you yeah. know, you appreciate those, and that's all you can ask for for, sure. for a backup quarterback, honestly. For sure, you know. So, yeah, with Fitzpatrick, it's kind of weird when I think about it. 
I feel like he goes to team and it's like somebody's gonna get hurt and then he plays again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's not like he's a he can be a starter, but he's not like a starter type. Right. For sure. I mean. Yeah. Look at where the league is going, trending in, in quarterbacks. Like, you really don't see that many traditional pocket passer guys like that, you know, guys who don't really run that much. You know, you look at the premier passers in the league, you know, you got even a veteran like Aaron Rodgers. He, Aaron mm. Rodgers can move out of the pocket. Yeah. You know, you look at Russell Wilson, one of yeah. the best quarterbacks in the league, arguably the MVP this season, can right. move. You look at Lamar Jackson, you know, you look at really anywhere around the league, the traditional pocket passers are slowly phasing out Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, tried and true. Yeah, and, and, and someone's got to beat him though. Drew's one of the greatest pocket passers of all time. He can he can get a little shifty in the pocket too. He's not a runner, but he can move. Uh, Drew Brees, uh, but yeah. So the league is trending towards those guys right. that can run. So I don't know if Fitzpatrick's uh, a starter esque anymore because um, I mean I'm sure Fitzpatrick has lowered his shoulder. Don't get me wrong, he's lowered his yeah. shoulder and took right. in the ball. You know, he can move. A he, bit. he can move, but so when he needs to, right? He's but like 34, 35. but he's not. Right. He's but, not Aaron Rodgers. But running is not his weapon, right? Yeah. Where, where as opposed to Russell Wilson, that's something you're going to game plan for. Right. Russell Wilson exactly. Out of the yeah, 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 yeah. So the bootleg, right. Keeper, right. Yeah, I mean the the pocket passers they really rely on their defense. Yeah. Like, it, and it's really just and it's just getting the ball out fast. Like you look right. in New England. You got a 41-year-old Tom Brady where you realize that, you know, he's going to take some steps back with just coming with age. So that's where great coaching comes in. It's like, okay, how do we game plan around that? And you notice when Tom Brady, when they snap the ball, the ball is out of his hands in the first two seconds. Like right, That's kind of right. how, you, you know, you game plan around it. You play to your players' strengths, um, which I wish – I'll get back to the Bears, but I just wish <laughs> they would do more of that with Mr. Trubisky, right. uh, getting him out of the pocket and, and where he where he thrives. Right. So. I mean, the Patriots are the Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, they're the empire. Yeah. You know. And what, old, old Bill Belichick, uh, as as stubborn as he is, that guy's a, the greatest coach of all time. And, For sure. Uh, he's he's hilarious to me in the media, <laughs> Every his all his interactions. But um, I just don't understand why a lot of players don't look at the Patriots' philosophy of, of play, the way they right. handle things, and don't just follow it. Like, that's successful, right? Exa- so yeah. Look at what works and add to it. Right. They're like the San Antonio Spurs of football. Uh yeah, you could say that. Uh, although the Spurs, yeah, I guess you can. The Spurs yeah. haven't won the championship since 2014, but uh, right. you could say that because now you you could say like the because the Warriors have owned this decade of basketball, but obviously they're taking a step right. back now. <laughs> so now you got you know the Lakers, the Lakers are and the Lakers and the Clippers are, are the are the the, the must see TV right now, because um, I think barring health uh, concerns or injuries or anything like that. You'll see those teams. One of those two teams in the finals versus yeah. somebody in. But I feel like the Clippers. I mean, they are. They have. They're the better of the two, but they are the injured of the two. Like Kawhi. Like see, that's that's. Tough. It's weird. Like, I don't it's even weird. know if the Clippers are just better than the Lakers though, because I look at the Lakers and you look at a healthy team. Like those guys have depth. Like you, you, and not saying that the Clippers don't have depth, but <laughs> Lou Williams. Anytime Patrick you, Beverly. anytime you got, anytime you have LeBron James. On the oh, team. for sure. You're going to have hey, the upper 100%. hand. King James. Uh, uh, and the thing about – I'm not really worried about the injuries on the Clippers side of the, of the, of the, of the ball because it's all, that's why they do the low management with Kawhi. And you right. saw that last year. People complained about Kawhi playing what X amount of games and doing low management. But then when it came okay. playoff time, yeah. Kawhi was ready to rock that's and roll. That's true. That's so I think true. you'll see that again. Paul George came back last night, came had a great game. Night. Had a great game last like night. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So the days that, uh, that, that Kawhi does, you know, do low management, you got – Paul George, and then you got superstars and mm. Lou Will uh, that can step up and, and carry the load. So Harold Power Forward, yeah, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be, right. it'll be, it'll be interesting. But the West is not, no. it's, it's not just wild. there. So it, it, it is wild. You got 
teams like the Jazz who can get right. hot at any time. You got the Houston Rockets with James Harden and Russell Westbrook leading Preach. the way. Uh, you got Dallas uh, and, and uh, the Luka, Eastern Luka, Germany Luka, team. Luka, Luka Doncic, uh, doing a baller. European team. Right. <laughs> Portland could get hot at any time. Just on Carmelo Anthony. Not saying right. that that's going to be a game changer, but when you got Dane Lillard and CJ McCollum leading the yeah. way, you got a chance. Right. Um, so it's a lot of great teams. It's out an there upgrade. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. Like, you, I mean. The West is crazy. The Warriors are fizzled out. Oh yeah, like, I, I've I already said though at the beginning of the season that with no, with no Clay Thompson, right, with no real depth on right. that team, right, I did not think the Warriors would make the playoffs this year. They they um, bought themselves out of a championship. Yeah, I didn't. But the thing is, is that that's the highs and lows of a, of a franchise. So True. now it's up to Steve Kerr and those guys to say, okay, how are we going to coach better? Right. Because you look at Greg Popovich, he's, he's lost a lot of superstars, but every year they're still in that conversation in the mix. So this is a Steve Kerr moment where we're and they're not playing well at all so we'll, we'll see right. we'll see what happens uh but it's it is tough when you have one of the, the arguably the greatest shooter of all time out um, not available so right uh, you gotta cut yeah. some slack there i think the warriors have won two or three games so far it's tough. Uh, yeah i mean they have draymond green and he's pretty great but without having superstars right you will never win a championship with draymond green as the as the as a, uh, the best player on your team Draymond Green is a piece, and obviously D'Angelo Russell's, you know, he's still on the team and all right. that. Yeah. Um, but when you talk about Draymond, if you if you go down the depth chart and it's like, okay, we got D'Angelo <laughs> Russell's our primary scorer, and then the next go-to guy is Draymond Green, mm. you're gonna have yeah. a problem every time. Right. Plus his three-point shot has been going down yeah. consistently over like the last few years. Yeah, I mean they just have no depth. Like I look on the bench, like it's a whole bunch of plumbers that we never heard of. Like it's <laughs> like you know, just a whole bunch of guys, right. you know, that they hired or brought off from the, you know, probably from the street or um, well, that's that's me just being mean, honestly. But it's probably they're all guys who worked hard, but we don't really know who they are. Yet. Right? So yeah, exactly. Right. I think I could play for the Warriors, probably. You probably uh, could. Yeah, you can make an impact. You could be a, I, a stretch five, huh? Stretch five. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> all right. Funny, funny thing, Preston. Uh, whenever I play at the rack, I don't play there often, but I've only lost like three games. Mm. I think I'm not special glue that keeps it ready together. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. You need those locker room guys. You need those. There you go. Uh, like I'm a massive liability, but I do what I can. Yeah. So you, you're just lacking in height. Height. Yeah. And uh, probably speed, right? No, yeah. no, no. Athleticism, maybe. Yeah. You know. No, no, just height. No, you don't need those things though. Yeah. Are, are you saying I'm like a Larry Bird, Jaden? <laughs> I mean, you said it, not me. Larry yeah. Bird, it yeah. is, huh? Yep. Um, you're a little bird, yeah. A little bird. Yeah. You just have a little bird in you. Uh, sometimes talk like a bird, but. Uh, yeah, Jaden. I when it comes to the Chicago Bulls, they're four and eight. Yeah. Uh, I'm not just saying this because you're here today, but I believe they're on the rise. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah. They. The thing about the Chicago Bulls and I watched them play last night against the Bucks is they go into a lot of times th they go into the fourth quarter, you know, with these leads and they blow them or second. They have <laughs> second half leads coming out of the first half and they blow them. So a lot of that is is. You can contribute it to to coaching. I think Jim Boylan mm -hmm. um, has has not done the best at coaching this year. To be quite frank, I don't think he's done a good job. It's his uh, uh, second year. At, uh, Jim Boylan, yeah, he he came in mid season last year after mm -hmm. Coach Fred Hoiberg was fired. Um, and he came in, so you know now it's 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 a it's a thing where he, he it almost seems like he thinks he's coaching at college with the way he addresses these players. Like you know, you have a guy like Larry Markin who's uh, arguably. Uh, one of the best rising underrated. stars in, yeah. in, in the league right now, and you're not playing him down the stretch in the fourth quarter because mm -hmm. you feel like uh, somebody else is playing better. 
You know, that, that becomes a problem. You know, you you know, you you go down the line with with some of the greatest coaches of all time. The best players should always be on the floor closing the game. And then also it's not all boiling, you know, because there's been a problem there with the front office for a while um, with Gar Foreman and John Paxson. But when you talk about on the court, it's a lot of guys that uh, that that have on and off nights on defense. Um, last night we had a huge problem at the rim rebounding the ball, which was a huge reason that we lost the game. Um, couldn't rebound, uh, get rebound. So it's a lot of things, the toughness thing, but all that starts with the coach and it trickles down. So, right. but I think, I think. I mean, y'all are young. Yeah, and, and and that is the thing. But I think yeah. with this being year three of the rebuild, like those mm. excuses slowly mm. start to go, and people's right. jobs start to come in question That's after true. a while. Um, and when you got guys like Zach Levine, um, who, who's 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 arguably who might be an All Star this year, he should uh, be with the way with yeah. the way he's been playing. Uh, you got Kobe White, who who's been who's been playing just as well as any of the rookies this year. Um, yeah, Larry Markin and yeah. yeah, any of those guys, I think we Chris should be Dunn. in the conversation. And, right in the East, we should be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Kobe is getting uh, 14 points per game right yeah. now. Kobe's been playing really well for us, especially from three ball and playing. He's been playing really gritty on uh, on defense. Uh, what do you think about Chris Dunn? Chris Dunn uh, is a, a love and hate relationship because I think you go down the list. He's arguably he's one of the top defenders on our team, if not the best defender yeah. on our team. Um, but you get to the offensive side of the ball and some of his decision making mm -hmm. um, uh, the last couple of years uh, playing point guard for us. Um, it's been, it's been, it's been. He's been really inconsistent. So this was a real prove a year for Chris Dunn because um, if he doesn't play up to what management you know thinks he should be, then you might see one one. He might be one of those trade candidates come around uh, January February. So, um, but like I said, I think when you have a guy like Kobe White, like you're okay with letting like a guy like. Chris Dunn go. I hope. I hope you know he's able to to you know as far as his offensive level of play match to his defensive intensity. Um, but uh, we got to see it right. It's all about action. But I'm I'm comfortable knowing that we have Kobe White. You know who who might be one of those superstars. Oh yeah, uh, in, in for the sure. See a starter right now. No, Kobe White's coming off the bench. He's he's our sixth man right sixth now. Sixth man. Um, but he's been a spark. Yeah. Um, the other night he hits. He hits. Uh, I forgot. He, Seven, like threes, seven threes, seven threes, yeah, seven quarter. threes. Right, he finished the game with almost thirty. So, right. and then last night he had nineteen in the first half. So Kobe White's been playing really well. So now it's just he can continue. Hoop. Right, you got to, you got to. But as a young point guard, being the general of the offense, you got to continue to true, learn. True, you got to learn and get that NBA experience under your belt. And that's where Kobe White's at mm -hmm. right now. I think. So far, the uh, guards in the NBA, like the rookies, they're really good. Like he, or I mean Miami, Miami. They have a two Miami. really good guards. Right Miami's now. really good right now. Now they really didn't. I don't know if I expected it. Like I always, I felt like the Jimmy <laughs> Butler acquiring was gonna be like a, uh, like they would still be like a middle of the pack team. Like mm. they, you know, first second round exit. Do you hate that. on his hits, man? Well, Jimmy buckets. I, I, see, I love Jimmy Butler though because <laughs> okay, of what he okay. did in Chicago. <laughs> love Jimmy Butler. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, one yeah. of my favorite Bulls players of all time. True. Um, gave us a lot of great basketball in Chicago. Brought that um, that grit, that Chicago, that Chicago feeling, that right. Joakim Noah and Derrick Rose and all Taj Gibson, true, all those guys. Yeah. So got got to love Jimmy Butler. Um, and I always wish him, but I, I was just thinking more so um, his supporting cast around him because mm -hmm. I feel like Jimmy Butler, with him being the very best player on your team, I don't know if he's gonna be if, the, if you're a championship team yet. Um, he's 32, 33. Right. So he's probably like at, a, at a, in his prime now. Right. Um, so I don't think him being the best player you can necessarily win a championship now with him being amongst the best two you can you can make an argument for it and needs a little help so if if he's the best and then he has somebody else that that compliments him 
then I think you can put him in the conversation. But Miami's been playing just as good as anybody in the league, though. So. Yeah, Miami's definitely on the rise. Yeah. Um. Also, whenever I think of Chris Bosh, I just start thinking about Disney. Um, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> or Chris Bosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So one of my favorite movies of all time is Pitch Perfect. Yeah. To me, if like that moment whenever I first saw it, it's like the closest will be to World Peace. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Songs. We'll do the two. Yeah, like two and three aren't I great, but <laughs> you didn't like Clay Matthews. I mean, I mean, you don't like him anyways because you're I'm a Detroit Lions fan. I like him as a player. He is, yeah, he's something else. He's one of the greats for sure. But it's even like as a Bears fan, you know, stand <laughs> him. So I guess we'll see him. You'll see him this we'll week. see him this weekend. Yeah, Sunday night. It's gonna be a big game. I'm, I'm actually really excited, and I'm kind of upset because my mom will be at the game mm. and out there in uh, California. Nice. I think, uh, yeah. So it'll be that'll be uh, that'll be fun. Uh, so do y'all like a uh, Twilight? Uh, I never watched it growing up that much. I've tried to read the book. I probably read the first ten pages, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, I'm Team Edward, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I've seen Breaking Down Part Two. That was the only movie I saw, and we saw that in theaters. I don't remember who I saw it with, but I saw it. No, no, no. I'm the were. Well, who's the werewolf? Jacob. Team Jacob. Team yeah, Jacob. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more into werewolves than yeah. vampires. Yeah, I like a uh, Edward, but he's kind of uh, sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a t- Twilight fan? Oh, heck yeah. Um, Kristen Stewart, 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Uh, the other day I was watching, uh, do you watch Saturday Night Live? Um, uh, nah. I mean, I watch it periodically when they have somebody prominent on there, but I have yeah. never watched it consistently. <laughs> yeah. Like when they have like a big guest like Eddie Murphy or something. Yeah. Not Kristen Stewart, though. Oh, not in, I, oh, she was on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> she was. Oh, I like Kristen, yeah, but no, I, didn't watch, no, I didn't know she was on the show. <laughs> I know. No, she, yeah. she's, she's cool. TV, I mean, you know. she's not like, I don't know much about her to just like tune in to Saturday Night Live. Right. Now you put like Meryl Streep on there or like Angela Bassett, you know, or Mary J. Or Blige, Chance the or, Rapper. Yeah, yeah. Chance, then I'm tuning in for sure, but I don't know too much about, you know, Kristen. Yeah, um, <laughs> so like Kristen and I, we have a roommate, and uh, it was me and Josh one night. And then I think Josh had SNL on. And then out of nowhere, I saw Kristen Stewart, and I was like, oh, we had to watch this. Mm. It was like a massive surprise. Yeah, because we still rock the antenna at the 614 Dream. Oh, really? Yeah. 614 Dream. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm, I know y'all have never really seen Twilight, but would y'all live in a house? We would live. Would we live in a house? Uh, oh, yeah. So, like, a yes. Bella's house? Oh, never. There's like an Airbnb where you can stay there like a minimum of two nights. Mm. That's yeah. exciting. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's booked every week. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of weird that I read out an article. It is said like cardboard cutouts of like the characters. Mm. And that might be too much for me. They probably get stolen. Yeah. Because people will steal oh, yeah. things. For sure. Especially from there. Yeah, but could you like imagine laying in bed and seeing like Jacob? Uh, I mean, I'm. <laughs> y- yeah, y- yeah, you can. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of going down a rabbit hole. I'm a straight white male, but Twilight cardboard <laughs> cutouts used to be the thing though. Yeah. Until the fat head came by. Oh yeah, 
there's nothing wrong with watching Twilight, you know, being yeah. there, all that stuff. I love yeah. growing up. I used to watch uh, Eloise. I used to love that. Eloise? Proud Family, Power, Powerpuff Girls. Um, used to watch all types of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Kim Possible. Kim Possible. That's all Raven. Still one of my favorite shows, which I'll be watching on Disney Plus a little bit later on. So, yeah. Lizzie McGuire. You know, you go down the rabbit hole, all that stuff. Mm. But it's all great stuff. Doesn't matter who you are. Just yeah. If you like something, you watch it. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. Know, be confident in who you are. Yeah. Know. They're your interests. Exactly. People have yeah. made them for your interests. Exactly. And so, part of it is just knowing how to roast. When somebody tries to tell you something, you just if you can roast, then you can defend yourself, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean I'm watching Twilight? Yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. So. Who cares? I think about uh, The Proud Family. Whenever I watch it, it teaches me about culture. Oh, yeah. It's a really black show. It's black really <laughs> a black representation for us, for sure. Like, uh, I'm light-skinned. Uh, oh, God. I loved the episode with the no, uh, not really. Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah. <laughs> it's in yeah. Grandmama's feet. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the uh, movie last night, and it was just, I was dying laughing at the, they had the peanut guy. He was George Washington Carver the second, and just the voice he was doing. Like, he was talking like a preacher the whole time. <laughs> Act like he was singing. It was, it was pretty, it was funny. That was a great show. Great memories, though. Nostalgic, mm. for sure. Um, for sure. Jaden, what's the movie about uh, Proud Family? Say that one more time. Oh, what's the Proud Family movie about? Um, so, pretty much, uh, what happens is, is that Oscar, the dad, um, he has this secret formula that multiplies like peanuts, so to speak. So okay. you have George Washington Carver the second, uh, who's trying to pretty much make these like peanut creatures to take over the world. Mm -hmm. So he finds out that Oscar has a formula that could potentially help him with his stuff. So he mm. disguises himself as some nice guy who invites him to an island out uh, in, in Lagoon Island, the name of it, where he lives. And from there, he holds them captive, makes clones of each family member as they go back to Oscar's uh, uh, home to try to find the formula. And that's kind of how it unfolds, um, pretty much. Um, I don't want to spoil the movie, but that's pretty much the <laughs> gist of it. But it, it's actually really some historical stuff because it teaches you about Jar George Washington Carver, Carver. himself, and yeah. peanut butter, peanuts, all those things that a lot of people may not know. Right. So there's a little irony, or not irony, but... It's uh, smart comedy. Exactly, exactly. Uh, George Washington Carver, was he during the uh, Civil Rights Movement? or uh, He would have been before. He was before. 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 Yeah, you can pull him up, too. Uh, you can see yeah. some pictures of him. But yeah. yeah, George Washington Carver. Was did was he born a slave, or uh, th that's Frederick Douglass? Yeah, Frederick was born a slave. No, but uh, yeah, George Washington Carver. Like you learn in the in the show, uh, like uh, like his inf influence on like peanut butter, <laughs> peanuts, all that stuff. Like that's George Washington Carver. Right, right, right. Right. So there you go. He's a scientist and inventor. Yeah. Whenever I think of scientists, um, hey Preston, do you know who invented the telephone? That's uh oh you're talking to Preston. Oh you can uh, answer. I mean yeah you can uh, answer. That'd Edison? Be Alexander yeah. Graham Bell, right? Yeah, I imagine whenever um not Edison. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh also it's kind of going down a rabbit rabbit trail, but um ra rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen a scary movie with like the uh a scary movie one with the ghost ghost face guy? Oh, Scream. Scream. Yeah. I imagine whenever uh was it Tesla, right? Yeah, Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Yeah. Whenever he called, um, I thought that he was like, "What's up?" And they were like, "What's up?" Mm. Like that isn't in your textbooks. But oh, <laughs> oh, oh, history lesson yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably yeah. talked like like we talk normally. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they're people. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, he he was a person, right? Yeah. Yes. He's a, he's got a picture on the internet. To my Tesla. 
Yeah, Tesla. Oh, yeah. Everybody's uh, uh, the car is the car, but yeah, N- N- Nikola. I think it's how you pronounce it. Tesla is a real person. Kind of like Jokic, but <laughs> not like basketball. Yeah, this is something like that. They both shot just, their shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Let's see. Um, turning like a sour note. What do y'all think about uh, gun control? But better or worse? <laughs> so we well, about well, he withdrew from being a president, so yeah. Now it's yeah. like it, uh, everything that he was talking about is kind of like not it saying that he's irrelevant, but yes, it's, it's that unless kind of someone down. picks it up and says, "Yeah, we'll go with it." Yeah, I mean, you I'm know, you can get into all types of you know debates about gun control. Um, people have their reasons for believing one way. People have the, their reasons for believing another. I'll tell you one thing: is that everything political is all about perspective mm-hmm. and yeah. what you've been through. And that'll, you know, contribute to what you believe in. So, you know, if you grow, if you've grown up, for example, being a hunter, and right. you know your parents took you out to go shoot deer every weekend and duck hunting and all those things, then obviously you're going to be more of an advocate for gun control as opposed to somebody like me who came from the city and all those things. And not saying that I believe either or, but I'm just yeah. saying somebody like me um, who might be from the city and all those things who who may not, you know, necessarily be, you know. Not know much about guns or whatever right. the case may be, you right. may not be a strong advocate. And then you just have people who've who've been affected by people who've been, you know, uh, who killed in mass shootings. Right. You, know, you look at a parent from uh, Sutherland Springs, a parent mm-hmm. from Sandy Hook. Those are right. the people who are going to be more, uh, you know, more of, more of an advocate or right. advocates for gun control because they've been directly affected by guns, right? right. So it's all about perspective and what you've been through, and right. I think that's. What a lot of people forget is that people get mad at a person for believing one way or believing another way. But then you kind of sit back and you think about it, and it's like you can't really blame someone for something that they haven't been through, something that they haven't experienced, and that's why they don't understand right. it the way that you do, right? It's like a veteran coming back from from, uh, from Iraq who's injured. They're probably going to be more of an advocate for universal health care as opposed to someone right. who hasn't had many health scares at all, who may be right. uh, considered in the bourgeoisie class. Like, those are people who, who are going to, you know, they realize that av- uh, uh, universal health care may have uh, an impact on the way they make their money or whatever the case may be. So it, it's all right. perspective. So you can get into all types of X's and O's about gun control. Right. Um, I will say, though, objectively speaking, that, you know, there is a problem when it comes to, you know, we just had a mass shooting in California yesterday. Um, you know, one person killed or two people. I, I think I think the official count is. I want to say two, but don't fact check. You can fact, <laughs> fact, fact check, check me on me. that. Don't, don't quote me. <laughs> one to two people uh, killed in California, um, and, you, and you start to think, you know, how what are the solutions? And that's when right. you know. I don't think it starts with the equipment. Right. Uh, I it, mean, because a good perspective I heard is, like, like you said, you stated with your first example is is a tool, and there's you have an object. Right, and it's it's really close with the person, and it's really about the person's heart and the evilness of a person, which makes the object more like projected as evil. Right, and so it's a really touchy subject because it it, is. it hurts and kills lives, and it like is. life and is complex. Right, and the thing is, is that me just playing like devil's advocate, yeah. just knowing both sides of it. You know, that's that's the one the one argument you have is that. You know, a lot of people that advocate or or don't, you know, uh, who advocate against gun control is more so, you know, guns don't kill people, kill people to kill people, that type mm-hmm. sentiment. John LeJoy said it great. But then you flip it to the other side, 
and you have to be able to empathize both ways. And it's like, uh, you know, what are the solutions? Because it's like these mass shootings right. continue to happen, yeah. and there is a, a lack of, of of gun control legislation. And we don't even know if it works or if it doesn't work. And you look at other countries where that, that's what happened there. You know what I'm saying? like Japan. Right. So you, yeah. you, but you come back to the United States, our problems, the way we operate, things we do are completely different. So it's, you're at right. a point now where you have gun control advocates, you know, saying, you know, we have to try something, right? You know, you can go on all day about, you know, guns and right. people, but, you know, there's no action, right, to, to change, you know. Right. You, you got to see what works and what doesn't work. So that's why I say, like, it's, it's really, like, both, like, great arguments on both sides of the spectrum, um, which is why I, I really don't I don't get into all that because I feel like you can – you're never going to change somebody's mind who's who's already yeah. said unless they experience something. That's so true. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can you can go all day about politics, being a Democrat, being a Republican, yeah, being independent. that's what the culture we live in. Exactly. Netflix or Disney. Exactly. Bulls are Houston. Exactly. So, you know, like nobody's convincing me to, to unsubscribe from Disney Plus right now. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you know, you kind of said right. so. Um, just try to try to understand where people come from, their perspective, like what they go through and – the best you can do is respect it. And if it's not problematic, then there's no reason that you right. can't, you know, uh, you know, try to at least empathize and see where people are coming from. Obviously, when you get into to racism and, you know, uh, homophobia, white supremacy, those are un- things that those are things that are obviously non-negotiable when it comes to, yeah. you know, uh, you know, there is no, you know, there is <laughs> no subjectivity when it comes right. like that. There's an objective. Pe- right. People know the difference between what it is to treat somebody with respect and some right. and w- what it means to not. Right. So that's where you get into the. That's when you can start, you know, d- deciding who you want to be friends with and all those things. Right, right, right. But for, I feel like for things like, you know, gun control and all yeah, those things. But it's all mm. still a condition of the human heart. Yeah. Like yeah. like you said, everything you said is still mm. like, the perspective is with the person. So I also yeah. think of the uh, golden rule: uh, treat, treat people the way you want to yeah. be treated. That's what it's that's all true. about, and and that's a heart rule. And like I said, you, yeah, yeah, you go through so many things. My thing is just the, the attacks on, on on people, like you know, whether it be from either side of the political spectrum, like people, you know, screaming at people who advocate for gun control, and then you got people yeah. who, who advocate respectful. for gun control who are screaming at people who don't advocate for gun control. Yeah. It's like we got to get to a solution, exactly, not yeah. just create commotion. It's the biggest thing, and <laughs> and at the end of the day, no matter where you come from, you know. The biggest thing is is slowing down these mass shootings and, and getting yeah. them to stop. That that's that's the, that's, that's the goal. The biggest it's thing. To, yeah, to get to a place front of the where war. this isn't normalized, where you wake up and you know, right? You know, you see the the latest mass shooting. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 a big tackle to take down. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But as far as you know, O'Rourke, you know, like I said, it's all about perspective. So or work better. I should say Beto because his last name is hard to say. Uh, Beto, I guess what he felt, he, what he was doing, he felt like it was the right thing, right? Uh, the way yeah. he, as far as his buyback program, uh, taking the, the guns away, um, he, he felt like that was what was in his heart. You got other uh, politicians who believe opposite, who believe the same, who believe a little different, believe you know, right. it's, it's all over the place. Kind of like Zombieland Two. I don't know yeah. if you saw it. Yeah. That's no, I <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's funny. There's there's a scene where they take all the guns mm-hmm. and they melt them. Yeah. So. Woody Harrelson. It's right? funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's not as good yeah. as the first one, but it's funny. Yeah. So it's not on Disney, so I don't know. Yeah. I'll see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <when> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen it, so. Uh, gun control is uh, pretty big to me. Uh, not for, like, your normal reasons. Um, you heard about the Sutherland Springs shooting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I briefly uh, referenced that earlier where, the, yeah, we had a, I don't know, the star, we covered that pretty uh that one was in Houston, right? And not Sutherland is uh, in Sutherland Springs. It's like it's not Florida? that far from San Marcos, actually. It's in Texas. Oh no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in Texas, not that far from here. 
the reason why I was close to me. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. Mm. The church. And yeah. The, my friends actually the pastor of that church. Mm-hmm. So um, it was like 2017, right? Fall 17. I'm not sure. The Southern Springs would have been. That makes sense. Oh my gosh! So it's, it's, this stuff goes by so fast. I think it 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 would either be late 2017 or 2018, something like that. Yeah, I remember. Um, like I heard on like the news that there was like a church shooting, and I was like, like I pray for them immediately. I'm I'm like a Christian. Yeah, you're a church goer, avid church goer for sure. Yeah, and um, it was kind of like one of those things where I felt powerless. But then I got back to my hotel, and the weirdest thing, I realized that it was like super close to me because yeah. I like saw pictures of like kids that I worked with. Yeah. And it's like all perspective, right? elderly, and I was like, "Dang!" So like, I just started bawling in my hotel room. Right. I, I'm not a celebrity. Yeah. See, yeah. and that's why that goes right back to that perspective thing that we just talked about. You know, you being an avid churchgoer, and you see several several people twenty six ki- twenty twenty six several, yeah, several people get killed at a church. Right. Yeah. You're a Christian. The people who were at the, the church in Southern Springs were Christians, right? You're gonna be, you're gonna feel some type of way when it comes to to gun control, right? It's all about perspective and what you've been through. Somebody who hasn't experienced that, you know, they're not gonna be able to understand what people are going through. People who whose kids haven't been, uh, who whose kids haven't been victims to mass shootings yeah, or whatever it may be. Exactly. It's all literally is the po- politics is all perspective and what you've been through. And I will forever stand on that take. And I say that every time we get into these these conversations about <laughs> politics, I say it. This yeah. is so the first thing I always bring up is what have you been through? Um, how you, me being um, a, a African American student, like I can't expect somebody to to fully one hundred percent understand where I'm coming from when I talk about uh, white privilege, right? And and all those type things. Like right. you're you will never understand unless you're in those shoes. It's like me trying to tell Donald Trump how to be a billionaire. Like I can I can't do it because I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't experienced it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't go to Jeff Bezos and tell him how to run Amazon. I can't you can't right. do it. It's right. all about perspective. So it's the same thing with politics. And uh, I think you have a lot of a lot of good hearted people who who want to understand in a lot of situations. And a lot of people do a solid job in at, at least, you know, putting their best effort forth in doing so. Um, but some, there are some people who just, who stick to their values they've had growing up, whether it be from their parents or right. where they came from, location, uh, whatever it is. You know, you look at the people in Charlottesville with the tiki torches and all that stuff. You know, those people, you know, as as, as, as sad and, you know, as ignorant as it is that, that, we're, that we're in a place like that. Uh, Jay, you know, what are you talking about tiki torches? Yeah, there, Charlottesville, there was a protest, a white supremacist protest uh, in 2000. That would have been 17. This stuff goes by so fast. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that stuff happens, and it's like those people, the way they were raised, like they were raised and they came up with just you right. know, hate in their hearts. Or if they didn't, you know, they met people who, who, yeah, who yeah, were, yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's kind of how they were grooming. So I yeah. can go talk to them all I can all right. I can about civil rights and, and all, right. all that stuff, but they will never understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all yeah. about perspective and, and how you, you know. But as I say, you can't hold pe- people accountable now for right. not, you know, obviously, like I said, when you get into that <laughs> yeah. problematic territory, like white supremacy, racism, all those things, obviously, those are things that need to be addressed and will continue to right. be addressed. Because um, this culture yeah. is diverse yeah. and this world will more so get di- diverse. And it's like 
you got to respect people like you said it's like yeah at the end of the day it's like we're not the tribe we still have tribal nature but our tribes are no longer the same looking right and so that's like you just got to get into it like love your neighbor exactly and respect everybody it's like exactly and, and address day, it and address something when it's not right you know when it comes to like I, the, the same yeah. things that we talk about um that we know the difference between right and wrong at the end of the day most people at least we should you know so yeah some they, things are just non-negotiable you know when it comes to i almost feel like you know you look at what happened in charlottesville that's something that everybody around should be condemning from top to bottom right right, right. there's no there's no like you said it's there's just, no gray area in that but when you right. get to gun control there it's a great the, it's there's some the, it's life's complex you got weird things going on. There's there's both sides to it, but the last thing you want to do is, you know, I would never disregard, you know, what what parents who whose ch- children have been victims of mass shootings. Yeah. I, I I will never disregard what those people have been through. You you just can't, and I think that's the wrong way to approach it because you haven't been through that, and uh, you know, so it it goes all around. And like I said, I don't I don't yeah. So that's kind of where that's where I'm gun at. control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, so with the world, it's um, it can be considered like a bad place, but like the improvements, it's hard to believe. Like 150 years ago, it was like 1860, civil rights, and then like women's suffrage. It's it's definitely gone a lot better. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. I mean, it it, it has, but we, we we still have a long way to go, and that's in all facets, all yeah. facets of life. You know. Right. You know, it's, it's a long way to go. It's hard you, to move a big ship. Exactly. You look at the, the demographics of our government. That, that's the first indicator of people running this country. You know, you talk about something like civil rights movement who who advocate for African-Americans to be treated equally amongst everyone. And then you look at our representation in government. It's, it's still not where it needs to be. You know, mm-hmm. you look at yeah. the makeup of yeah. even Texas State's campus, the professors, the demographics of our professors, not many black professors on campus. All those things, things that need to be addressed ongoing. So now, you know, obviously not the battle of, hey, let me in this restaurant, but there right. is a battle of, uh, let me have a me. role at the table. Exactly, exactly. So that's kind of where we're at now. Um, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but like I said, um, it's going to take a collective, um, collective effort, and you know, there's, there's a lot of work that'll be done while we're alive, right? Um, to set up the next generation of people who are going to take it and run with it, and you never know, you know, where where it all may end up. So. I mean, but it it goes back to what you said earlier. It's like you got to look at it every week. We're one and zero. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. So it's like ev- the daily. You got to look at how do you treat people. Yeah, and, and you and do you take that approach, but then every time you do see something though, there there are steps. Oh, taken for back. sure, for Always sure. But steps I mean, back. how like how quick can you forgive a person, and how quick can you say, "Hey, I've forgiven you like three times already, and we've addressed this," and like, nope, you're not, you you've got something wrong with you, you know? Yeah. Like, so it's like like your our job as a society, like you said, is like we got to address it at the day, make better improvements, and be like the people who got us to where we are now yeah and like how they can take something off the chin and be like hey the good people the yeah good people right? exactly yeah. so yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah, so you gotta yeah you gotta continue to every a, day it's a work in progress and <laughs> every a lot of day people, a lot of people doing a lot of great work yeah um can rap you know so we'll you see where, we'll see where it goes i'm gonna keep doing what i do and keep trying right. to make an impact in, in our community and we'll see you can't see what let, happens you can't let the harvest um be forgotten by the fire yeah so it's all about constantly improving yeah. And you and you never the thing about like we say that that you see that improvement mentality is 
you know, you don't for, you don't necessarily forget about what happened yeah. in the past, yeah. but you use that to, exactly to, to as a reference to okay, we're not going back to that. You, you yeah. move forward. So because here at Texas State, we got a lot of stairs, and that's all. That's what it's all about is taking that foundation that you've gone through, right? Taking a step up. Exactly. exactly. Uh, one of my you remind me of a uh, Disney or going back to Disney one more last time. Uh, the Lion King, it's not Mufasa, the Rafiki. Yeah. He had a saying of like, like it already happened, don't matter. Like looking towards the future. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that <laughs> take now. Nah, it, it all you matters. Yeah. You know, what you, right. you know, you, you, that stuff that happened in the past, like. You, that's that's situational. It, it, that was a situational. Right, right yeah, right yeah, there. that's a situation. You, you, the, yeah. the greater the greater scale of things is that you know you you forget about things that happen and you never improve. Right, right. You don't right. Know what it was before. Then you'll return to what you are. Exactly. So you always history repeats itself a lot. Yeah. Uh, but you always you know you look at where we were before and and you realize that you know there's you do everything in your power to make sure that you don't go back, you don't take steps back that right. you do move forward. But you have to have that. You have to know what happened before to, to enable to move forward, right? I mean, it helps to uh, learn. Like, I'm really big on experiences. Yep. Um, right. If things won't happen, you don't learn. And yeah. Right. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And you stay the same, you're getting worse. So, Life is movement. Yep. So All right. One last thing before we close out. Are, are hot dogs sandwiches? 100%. I have no clue. I don't even have the energy to even debate. I have no clue. I hundred percent. I have no. You clue. eat them or not? You eat them or I not? I eat hot dogs. Okay, then we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mustard or ketchup? Barbecue sauce. Oh, Ooh, nice. yeah. It's based on mustard. Say that again. Like, what's your barbecue sauce based out of? Mustard. No, I I, well, I, eat, I like sweet baby rays. So, is that, dude, yes. that's my type. That's is that my ketchup? Sauce. No, nah, it's uh, it's barbecue, but it's right, right, right. The cayenne pepper, like, what's the? Oh, I have, no, I have oh. no clue. Because uh, there are some barbecue sauces that based in mustard. I have absolutely zero clue about <laughs> that. I just know it tastes tastes good. Yeah, yeah so sweet baby rays is good. If yeah, you go to delicious. HCB, there's like six to seven types. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I do like turkey. I'm a big turkey sandwich fan. Yeah, I eat them a lot. Probably shouldn't. Right. I mean, yeah. Here's my take. It's a sandwich, <laughs> because uh, you go to Subway, they cut it in half. They fold it over. That's a hot dog. Right. Technically. <laughs> nice. Good to know. All right. Um, all right. We're wrapping up right now. Um, Preston, do you have any plugs? I know you have a YouTube channel, Peacock's Productions. There's my plug. I got a podcast, uh, Preston's Multiple Stop Shop, fill you up with uh, sports and joy. Where, where can we find out? Uh, anywhere. Anywhere and everywhere. I yeah. yell it on the street corner sometimes. So <laughs> if you yeah. just drive by Aquarina and Sesame, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Preston Cox Multiple Stop Shop. Preston's Multiple Stop Shop. Come on and be a shopper. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jaden? You got any plugs? Uh, not really. I mean, you can you know check out our content at the University Star www.universitystar.com. Check out our podcast. KTSW, the gym, the Gin Show with Maria Carraza and I, where we talk about uh, pop culture and millennial nostalgia. Um, and yeah, you can follow me on social media, Jaden Edison everywhere except Twitter. It's Edison Jaden. So <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaden's actually my multimedia editor at the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I highly encourage y'all going to uh, media in the school. It's like a Texas lot of State. papers. Yeah. Some have radio stations. Take care of st- join student media and support it. Wherever you go, 
especially if you want to be in the business. You got to do student media. Right. They all tell us. So you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's um, Sean does stuff. Great seeing y'all. Hope you have a good night. Peace. Thank you. Oh, shit. All right.